Hello, everybody. Welcome to Breakfast with Sergio. This is episode number three, and I want to finish this part two of the first one that I did last time on telling your story. So I want to finish that up so we can do and walk and talk about something else next time. So thanks for uh, thanks for coming. I'm super excited that you've been watching these videos. This is only episode three, and we've been getting quite a bit of uh, comments, and uh, you guys have been sharing it, and that I love it. That is so cool. Uh, episode number two, it already, I think, passed 100 views or something. So it's pretty awesome, pretty exciting. So my friends, if you like Breakfast with Sergio, share it. Now, if you're having breakfast with me right now, what I want you to do is just go and uh, tell me what you're having for breakfast. That would be awesome. I'm starting to get some breakfast buddies, <laughs> friends who are having breakfast at the same time. I usually have breakfast around now between like, you know, 8 a.m. Chicago time or so. And then I head out the door and do what I have to do. So I see I see some of you guys also joining in to this live video. Pretty cool. And uh, tell me what you're having for breakfast. So what I have for breakfast today, what I do my typical breakfast routine is I open the fridge and I have no plan, no recipe to see what I can find and come up with something. So today, uh, I, and I already started eating. Sorry, I was too hungry. I couldn't wait for you guys. But um, uh, what I made today is I took a tortilla, cut it, chopped it into little squares. I fried it in a pan with uh, olive oil and cilantro, onions, and, um, well, I forgot the onions, no onions today, um, tomato and cilantro, so chopped, fried it really nicely, then added uh, egg whites to it after it was nice and, and fried and, and kind of uh, uh, crunchy, and then put uh, salsa, and then sprinkle with cheese at the end. Super good, delicious. And that's what I'm having for breakfast today and a toast that my daughter made for me. So, <laughs> uh, what are you having for breakfast? Let me know, that would be awesome. Love, love to hear what are you having for breakfast. But anyway, today I wanna to talk about the, what I started talking about last week, which was on telling your story, the importance of telling your story. I started my story and I left you hanging, so I wanna finish my story really quickly so I can then go back to finish my breakfast. So what happened is in my story, as I was talking about this, uh, last time I got to a point in my career very early on when I hit a wall I was working nine to five uh, that was draining all my energy and I was just uh, I was just depleted I was I hated every work of art that I made at that point and it was just it was just a, a, a bad period on time uh, we had just gotten married also so it was early in our marriage and it was just it was just I, I was just you know a lot of time of transition and so on so I kept making work. You know, that's the main thing when, you know, when you go through those valleys of as an artist where things are not working out, you just got to keep making work. And that's what I did. I started and I kept, hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning, David. I started to, to make work. Even if I didn't like the work, even if I hated all the work that I was doing at that time, I kept making it. So what happened is then my wife and I, we sit down and we talk. So well, something has to change because... You know, sometimes we expect things to get to be better without having to change anything. You, you never, ex you cannot expect things to go better without changing something in your life. So, uh, you know, if the, it, whatever was happening wasn't working, it was time to change. So that's when, in my story, uh, we decided to. Uh, it was time for me maybe to to go back to school to pursue my MFA and to change jobs. You know, that's what I did: change jobs. So. I, I found another job that was not in, in, in downtown where traffic would just be crazy and I just wouldn't get out of time. And that kind of worked out for me. Went back to school. I was working full time. We had our first baby. 
anyone's really uh, uh, again a hard time but at least in work in terms of my art I kept making it and it started to to evolve and in in a positive way and that kind of helped me out to keep moving as well so uh, to fast forward in this story after I finished that something I've always wanted to do was to open a gallery so I called three friends and this was 2004 the spring and summer we, we sit down and we said let's open up a, a co-op space and uh, we called it 33 Collective Gallery. Not because there were 33 of us, there was only four of us, but we were 33 years old. So we figured, well, it's, it's, it's a kind, kind of a, a common uh, similarity between all of us. So we called it 33 Collective Gallery. We started putting shows uh, and, well, before that, we, look, we were looking for a space. You know, where, you know, if you're gonna put a space, a gallery, you need to have, uh, you know, an actual brick and mortar space where you can open up your gallery. and. We were looking around the city, and I called a friend of mine, Ruth Serkovich, who a um, very great, great friend of mine, and I asked, Ruth, you know, I'm looking for a space in Chicago uh, to open up my gallery. And that's when she said, you know, Sergio, the Joe brothers, who, for those of you who might not know, the Joe brothers are two Chinese artists who moved to Chicago back in the 80s and uh, became internationally known, uh, world-renowned artists. So they purchased this 80,000 square foot building, massive building, four floors, uh, former um, uh, uh, kind of a, uh, it, it was a Spiegel warehouse, former warehouse, and they wanted to convert it into an art center, into an art community. And, and that's, it just happened that that's when I was looking for space and my friend Ruth said, why don't you go check it out, see if they have space. <clears throat> so I went, I called them up, he gave me the number, I was scared, you know, it was, uh, it was like, you know, I was still outside of the art world, it was my first introduction to the art world. <clears throat> and I walked in and they showed me the space and it was amazing. It was just black. It was just nothing but an empty building. You know, it was just a shell, empty building with big columns, 80,000 square foot of space. And the Jerusalem tell me what their vision was for that space. And I believed it from day one. And so I signed up. I said, I, I want to start my own thing here as well. And that's how we started the Fridays at Bridgeport, uh, at the Joby Art Center in Bridgeport. Uh, just kind of a, a group of small, a very small group of us on the third floor on a cold November night of uh, 2004. That's when we had the first Third Friday opening and we haven't stopped ever since. Every Third Friday of every month, whether it's raining or snowing, we have a Third Friday opening. And that's where my, really where my art career itself started, you know, at 33 Collective Gallery. That's where we had our studio as well. So time evolved, you know, many years passed in 2010, had the fortune to also uh, become the the uh, director of exhibitions and curator for the Joby Art Center, which I love to be working. And now, you know, looking back and see the, the amazing uh, history of the center and to see all the artists that have gone through. We have 50 artists in residence at the center, and I have worked with so many artists from around the world through this opportunity. And that's something that I just, I just you know, so thankful for that, you know, and my gallery has evolved. It went from 33 Collective, so then became 33 Contemporary Gallery. Um, and then now, now it's changed to two years ago, my wife and I, who my wife is a, a psychologist. She has a doctorate in psychology. We, we always wanted to work together. So we started working together and we created what's called the Art Next Level, which is an online platform for artists, a professional development platform. So we work with artists around the world. So my gallery became now Art Next Level Projects as well. So, you know, that's how life has evolved in terms of my art. Well, the thing that changed my art the most in, in my life was the birth of my son. You know, when my son was born, 
Uh, he's now 16 years old. So it was 16 years ago. Uh, it really changed my completely my, my life, the way I see life, the way I understand life. And I devoted my art, my own work, to record the cycle of life. You know, I said I want my art to be an in investigation, uh, a way for me to understand the cycles of life from birth to death. So since day one, I've been recording the growth of my kids. Then I have a daughter who's now 12 years old, and uh, you know, I I've been recording their growth, not as not as portraits, but rather. Uh, just what it is like to go through life uh, for all these years and as life continues. So my, my art has become that investigation. That's what I'm interested about on through my work, understanding that cycle of life and also understanding myself and also understanding my sense of spirituality throughout that life, throughout this life cycle. And that's what my story has been about, but it has been not, not as pretty as it sounds. You know, there has been ups and downs in uh, about 10 years ago, for example, I was really busy with the gallery. We were having shows left and right, and I was curating a lot and doing a lot of other projects, and I got really, really sick. Oh, I, I got a teaching opportunity, started teaching, and I got really, really sick. I started getting vertigo episodes. So for a whole year, you know, uh, it was just vertigo episodes on and off. Sometimes in, in a week, I would get one or two episodes, which would knock me down for two, three days. And I just this understanding the sense of balance for me was just really, really difficult. Understanding how, you know, the inner ear controls our balance. And, and without that, we cannot do anything. I mean, the, with vertigo, everything's spinning around you and you cannot even move. So sometimes for days. And that completely changed my life too because throughout that whole year, I could hardly make any art. I could hardly do work. I mean, it was really, really difficult time. I was fortunately able to get out of it, but it, it, you know, life has never been the same again. You know, I still deal with sometimes with barometric pressure changes in the atmosphere, the weather changes, affects my ear, affects my hearing as well. I have lost about 40% of my hearing because of that. And I've gone through a lot of doctors, a lot of studies, and it's just been crazy. And I, I see some of you guys sending me messages. Yeah, some of you know what vertigo means and what that, how it feels. It was actually so terrifying and crazy that I did a painting called Vertigo and after this whole year, and it, it actually sold right away. You know, it's a life-size painting in which I'm struggling, trying to understand the or sense of, of, of balance, you know, that's so much needed in order to do the lives that we want. So uh, it, has been a, it has been a journey, you know, life is a journey of ups and downs, but telling that story, you know, telling those stories it really helps, you know, for people to connect with me, to connect with my art. And that's why I'm sharing my story with you right here. So to encourage you to share your story, you know, you are the editor, you are the curator of your story. You can, you choose how much to say, how much not to say. There are things that maybe, maybe too personal for you. You don't want to share. And that's with a stranger, especially. And that is fine. You know, you pick and choose. For me, you know, is this life of cycle of life that I'm super interested, the ups and downs that we have as people and I tell my story whenever I can, you know, and, and the faith that has kept me going throughout the years, you know, in, in good times and in bad times, faith has been, you know, has been so important for me. My faith in God and my, my family and my friends are so much so important for me and are part of my story, you know, and are part of the things I do every day. So what excites me every day now is to get up, to be thankful that, you know, that I have balance enough for the day to work and to do the things that I love to do 
the curating, the working with artists, working with people, uh, doing these live videos again with you here, having breakfast with you. That is just, just excites me, just something that I am passionate about, I love to do, uh, and, uh, and I just plan to keep on doing it just because life is so short, my friend. Life is, is this small, and if you don't do the best with what you get, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's not fun. So, uh, you know, some of you may be going right now through hard time in your art career or personally in your life, and you gotta make the best of what you can. You know, somebody said, uh, when life gives you lemons, uh, what is it? When life, something, right? <laughs> so I, I would say when life gives you lemons, make art, you know? In hard times, just make art. That's the best thing you can do. Use the art to keep you uh, excited about, you know, the things that you have to offer to this world. And my friends, thank you for watching. I'm gonna go back to my awesome breakfast because I think it's getting cold and I don't want it to get too cold. So uh, I'll see you next time in breakfast with Sergio. It's gonna be an exciting week going to Mexico, hopefully a couple of days. So hopefully I'll do a, an episode from there as well. And my friends in Mexico City, I hope to see you there. On Saturday, we have an event. Uh, so you can see it on my Facebook page. Pretty awesome. And then on Thursday in Cuernavaca, the opening of my solo show at the Museum of the City of Cuernavaca. I hope to see some of my friends from Mexico there. Love to see you there. And thanks again for watching. If you like this episode, you know, you share it with your friends. Follow me on Instagram at Sergio Gomez Projects. And of course, don't forget to tell your story. That's something really, really cool that you can do because we all connect to stories. We are all human beings. And at the end of the day, it's the stories that connect us. It's not the things that we have is the stories that connect us, the stories of our ancestors, the stories of today. Those are very important stories and we have to tell our stories so that they continue on and they can continue inspiring people left and right. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next time. Bye.